and welcome to another edition of Cathode Ray Mission. I am Will Scoville in Berkeley, California. With me, as always, in Oklahoma City is Randy Heyer. Hey, Randy. Hey, Will. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I already asked you that. Uh, <laughs> you did. I'm doing well. Yes, We've, thank you. We're, I'm, I'm getting loopy here in our third recording of the day. Mm. Uh, we're saving the best for last. The third recording is, of course... Fantastic Four, mm. uh, 2005, directed by Tim Story. <laughs> uh, I, I decided to pick this because I just, wa- I just watched my full Marvel watch through, and I'm now picking away at some of the other ones, mm-hmm. like Blade, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. the Ang Lee Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, and this one, the Fantastic Four, which I had never seen. What about Daredevil? Daredevil 2, Daredevil and Elektra. Mm. Uh, missing. And then I got some stuff from the from the, the 70s through the 90s. Of course. Some old shit. Yeah. Uh, and this one I had not seen. Um, this is, of course, the one directed by Tim Story, who, who you may know from that Tom and Jerry movie that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> that probably uh, more people watched than ever would have because of the pandemic yeah. and the HBO Max Warner deal. I, I feel like that. Did you watch that? Did you watch the Tom and Jerry movie? Hell no. I didn't watch it either. But it's like that became, that was some sort of like everyone was aware that it was out. Yes. And then it was like uh, uh, Monkey versus Lizard. Like everyone got like so caught up in that movie. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. and I'm not I, watching it, dude. I'm so tired of seeing that freaking promo on yeah. there when you click on HBO Max. And then what is the one? Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat is this weekend, the weekend that we're recording this one. Yeah, so we actually um, screened that last night for employees and friends. Really? And I, I, watched about, <laughs> I watched about 15 minutes of it, and I was like, okay, and kind of. They never get to the tournament. It's really? all like, no, it it is crazy. I was, the dude, um, this dude that, like works at rodeo. He was like, he's a huge Mortal Kombat fan. And he was like, yeah, but they're making all these other ones. This is all pre-tournament. Like he was yeah. so like fine with that. I was like, the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like the whole movie should have been, it's like, I know what you, everybody knows. Everybody coming into this knows what Mortal Kombat is. Spend 10 minutes yeah, yeah. setting it up and have the whole movie be fights. Yeah, but like the, the when they finally start fighting, all the fights are happening simultaneously, as if it's like the Avengers or something. It's like no, damn it! <laughs> like have the blood sport structure where it's just yeah, you go fight to fight to fight to fight the like or the original Mortal Kombat movie. I don't know. I mean, I was disappointed that, by it, but it's still that, fine. It was all right. So we're going to have to get, like, movie three before we actually get to the tournament. It's like... Yeah, I guess. I mean... The final movie, Mortal Kombat 3, part two. And Goro gets, like, disemboweled by the new character. I saw that new character, Cole or something. Yes. And I was like, who is this guy? And I... He's the descendant of Scorpion. That's what I because he so had like these like, like yellow yellow bandages on. Yeah, so and I, I was thought, like, oh, he's Scorpion or something. Or yeah, I thought that it would finally be like, and now I am Scorpion because it's all about him finding his power. It's like no, 
his power is just like having knives and being like gold or whatever. It's like, what the, f- what the fuck? And he disembowels Goro, who's like, Goro is a boss. Like he should yeah. way, get way more respect than this. And honestly, though, I have no idea what happened in the last 25 minutes of the movie. So if Scorpion comes back, Shang Tsung lives or dies, I could not tell you. I don't know. I have no idea. And I well, don't care a friend of, either. I'm never going to watch A friend of ours in our Discord was uh, prepping for this and said it was okay, but he said that the animated movie that came out recently is a better watch. Mm. Um, and I'm like, okay, I, I could give that a shot. Uh, I, fucking, I don't care about that shit. I don't know. But, uh, you know, this, this movie that we're reviewing, Fantastic Four, uh, is a superhero thing. And if we're going with, like the animated Mortal Kombat being a thing. I've been watching the Invincible series on on Amazon, which is another big superhero offering, this time from uh, Kirkman, who does uh, Walking Dead. Um, and that is like, I'm watching it every Friday, and it is weirdly like half Saturday morning cartoons with mild swearing, and then... Very graphic violence, <laughs> like that kind of shows up all of a sudden and you're like, oh, um, so that's a weird, hmm. a weird new trend of just like weird violence in anime. And like DC is putting out all these like R rated cartoons now too. Hmm. Um, so, but compared to those is this 2005 version of the Fantastic Four. Hmm. Uh Randy, was this your first time watching this, or had you seen this movie before? No, Will. Actually, I've seen this movie dozens of times. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love this movie. <laughs> I haven't so seen what, it in a long time, but when it was new, I watched it uh, tons of times. Why did you Why did you initially watch it? Like, what? Because I, I like... I think one of the reasons why I get so mad about superhero stuff, I mean, I am, I am fucking, I am truly hoping that this gets us out of our system a little bit because, like, we've been talking about Marvel and shit. It's in the Discord. It's in everywhere. Everywhere yeah. I go, that dude I, like, was talking about that I work with who loves Mortal Kombat, him, every, everybody, my boss, movies, when we talk about movies... It all funnels back down to Marvel. We talk about comic books, and it is what the state of the industry is dominating, clearly, you know. And then even the stuff that can compete with Marvel and superhero movies is almost a comic book type thing in and of itself, Mm -hmm. such as Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, etc., you know. And, like, I mean... I like movies, big spectacle movies to varying degrees and stuff like that. But like, <clears throat> I don't know. But like, so why why is this good to me? And this, I, I'm quite aware that people like think that this sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Iron Man is good and this sucks or whatever. And like, and I have the wrong opinion, the unpopular opinion that like, I like this one. I like the Raimi Spider-Man movies and even Daredevil is what I've brought up 
and like I know Daredevil's super goofy and dated and stuff, but there's just something about how it's not it's just not like there's just something about the reverence <laughs> that they pay these characters now mm-hmm. and like kind of the there's sort of like a like a shitty older brother attitude that goes with the new Marvel movies where it's mm-hmm. like, actually, this is like good, you know, like yeah. actually pull your head out of your ass, idiot. This is like the good, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Whereas these movies, Fantastic Four is just what it is. It's meant to entertain. It actually right. had some surprisingly poignant, like, heavier moments that I didn't expect. And a lot of it came, I mean, for one, I'll, I'm just going to say this right now. I think Michael Chiklis is doing incredible work in this movie. I, I, I loved him. Like, that part when his wife, it's so ridiculous. I mean, it makes no sense that his wife would even be there, <laughs> but she is too freaked. He's a, he becomes the thing or whatever. He's a yeah. freak of nature. And she doesn't want to be married to him anymore, but she takes his her ring off and puts it on the ground. And then he's trying oh, yeah. to pick it up, and he can't pick it up with his huge, dumb fingers. And that made me tear up a little bit, yeah. honestly. I was like, I was like, fuck, Chickless, man, he's... He's a good actor that people don't remember anymore. Like he's probably yeah. one of the most dated things about this movie, but he was star of the Shield, which is a show I've never watched. But yeah, he was also on the Commish, and he was yeah. like he somehow went from like doughy guy to like kind of more buff big guy. Yeah, like so. Um, but yeah, so he's he's in this as the thing under heavy makeup, doing a lot of good work. He's doing uh, Jessica, really good work yeah. under heavy, yeah, unrecognizable makeup. Um, and then Jessica Alba is probably the biggest star in this movie. Yes. Uh, and then, well, I don't even at the time. At the time, I don't even really recognize who the is playing Mister Fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, he he had a familiar face to me, but I couldn't place what he was in. And then, yeah, Doctor Doom is. One of the leads from Nip Tuck, which oh, okay. is another dated reference. Yeah, that was a hot show back then, you know. Uh, Speaking and then, of the Shield, man, I want to watch that show. I'm yeah, like, I should watch that I think, show. Yeah. I think I might just burn through it. Like, it's, yeah, it's probably like six seasons or something. Maybe people I'll watch people talk show. about it. Yeah, it's one of those early on kind of like taking on a big prestige TV type of yeah. Thing you know, like an early, like The Sopranos was an early entry. Well, yeah, exactly. Well. And I'm about to finish this. I'm rewatching The Sopranos right now, and I'm about yeah. to finish it. So I never watched that show. I watched oh, the first should. episode. It's so good, dude. And I was like, "This is good. This is something I could do." And then just stopped. It's this. It's now that I'm in the sixth season. It's like the saddest show, really, ever. But it's it's good. I mean, I love it, but it's punishing and how depressing it is like really? it's it's really good it's fantastic uh did you yeah. ever did you watch barry on hbo yeah i like, like Barry. I, I like that it's it, it feels like that's maybe what i'll i'll get some of that out of uh the sopranos but barry does it in like half an hour uh, yeah which i think is a pretty amazing feat to kind of pack as much as sure. they do into a half hour episode barry's a really good show but yeah. sopranos it's a different show, I it's, imagine. It's yeah. It's so rich and deep, and you 
pull yeah. a lot out of it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, but, finally in this movie, we have um, playing the Human Torch, uh, Chris Evans, who we now know in the MCU as Captain America. Yeah, he's one of the or, biggest stars. Or, uh, spoilers, formerly Captain America, because there's a new Captain America now. No! <laughs> uh, yeah. I think everybody knew that he was not coming back, though, right? I mean... No, but it's official as of Friday before this recording that Sam Wilson is now Captain America. So. Who is Sam Wilson? He's the Falcon. He's... Um, the Winter Soldier? The Snowman? No, no the guy with the wings. Uh, I thought the Falcon was... Uh, what's his name? From uh, Pain and Gain. Yeah. His character's name is Sam Wilson. Oh, that's not the actor's name. No. I was like, I, I don't know I knew his actor name Sam Wilson. No, I knew his name until I was trying to uh, say it there, but... Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. I yeah. Fair enough. My Captain, Captain America, America will always be the guy in Albert Pion's 1990 movie, which we will mean, someday do. JD Salinger's son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt Salinger. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we. I. I love the pu the Puniverse so much, man. We gotta we gotta go back there. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Evans. He had a way different... He was being marketed to us a lot different. Yes. I think in this time, he was competing more with, like, Justin Long, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or what? He's sort of like a... I, he's maybe the worst part about this movie to me. I <laughs> was telling my girlfriend, I hate that that character, the pussyhound character, you yeah. know, where it's just like... It's all about how he's getting laid and stuff. It's mm. like, that sucks, man. Like, yeah. I'm glad that we're sort of beyond that, I think, a little bit now. Yeah, and, and he, he's a very, uh, very not uh, Steve Rogers Captain America character at all. Like, No, and I, um, I do like him in the first, especially the first Captain America movie. Yeah. Pretty, I think it's one of the better of the MCU movies, in my That's, opinion. That's the first one I saw that I really, because I'd seen Captain America, like, or no, I'm sorry, the Iron Man, and I was like, okay. And then Iron Man 2, I was like, nah. Yeah. And then I saw that one on accident. Uh, I was supposed to see another movie, but I went and saw Captain America instead. I was like, dude, this is great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I did and, like the first one. Yeah. And so, but yeah, and then he also was in uh, Scott Pilgrim playing the one of the evil ex-boyfriends. Well, yeah, he had um, won me over already. Um because I did not like him in this, and then he he was in this movie called The Losers. Mm. Do you remember that movie? No. I think it's based on a graphic novel, possibly. It has uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was the comedian, and uh, Watchmen. Oh, okay. He was the star, and I believe Zoe Saldana, who later did Columbiana, <laughs> which is a movie I always put in my head next to The Losers. But... Uh, Chris Evans is on that crew, and he's playing a very similar character to the one he's playing in this movie where he's just sort of, like, cracking wise the whole time. Yeah. And he's wearing a leather jacket, but he's a nerd, too, you know? Mm. It's like... Uh, but he won, he won me over, though, and um, he sort of is doing the same character type. Like, that's what I'm saying about him being marketed. Like, he's yeah. different now, but... um. In 
Uh, Sunshine. Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude. Is that a sci-fi movie? Is that yes. the... Okay, yeah. They have to reignite the sun. Yeah. And, oh, that's a terrific movie, dude. We should... I should check that out, yeah. If we... If that pulls up on a streaming service, I'd, I'd love to do that just on... For as an episode, man, because... Yeah. I think that's one of the strongest sci-fi movies the last 20 years, and he's... Mm. He has... An incredible scene in it. Uh, yeah, I should check yeah, that out. He's very good. In it. Yeah. Um, oh, and Snowpiercer too. He's good. I like. I like him. I haven't seen that yet, man. I need to watch that one. Uh, he won me over a long time ago in a little movie called Not Another Teen Movie. Uh, where Dude, was, what the fuck? He he was the lead in that movie. I caught it on HBO or something, and he's the lead in the movie. <laughs> And he is playing the exact character that you would expect him to play, like the quarterback guy. And he played it perfectly. And he was he 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 was like Leslie Nielsen in, in The Naked Gun. He held he held that movie together and played it exactly like he needed to play it for that movie. He was perfect. And I was like, this guy's really funny. This guy gets it. This guy knows what he's doing. And I like that movie because of him specifically in that movie. Um, I'm sure it's, I'm sure if I watch it again, it's awful. I haven't I mean, seen it in a long time. You're crazy for this one, Will. Although, damn it. I have to concede to you. I don't remember him in that movie, but a, a performance I think about a lot, a comedic performance that I thought was so good was the like, cause he's the quarterback and he's, so he's got his like best friend is another jock. who's like a total douchebag mm-hmm. and he's got like, yeah, I mean, the listener doesn't know what I'm doing, but his eyebrows are up like how yeah. I do it. He's just like, she's the hottest girl at school, bro. Like, he's <laughs> like that guy. Like, whoever that actor, I think <laughs> that actor later was in Community. Or so. I think he's possibly that, he plays that the, the douchebag that Allison Brie dates with the okay. guitarist, the actor. But uh, it was super funny. But that is, none of the teen movie is one of the key gross like when comedy was at its worst, in my opinion, it's like it's maybe it's less mean than Kingpin and Fairly Brothers. Like I think Kingpin is maybe the most mean spirited movie of all time. Like, I fucking hate that. Or Freddie Got Fingered. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, those are the the two poles that hold the the you know the tightrope of all these horrible movies. Tom Cass is another extremely mean-spirited movie. <laughs> oh, Miss March. Miss March is, that's the most mean-spirited movie. I've ever Which one is that one? The, that's the Whitest Kids You Know movie. Oh, I, man. Those guys suck so bad. Yeah. I, that's a generational gap that, like, like kids that are five years, people, they're not kids, I'm in my mid-late 30s, but uh, people that are, like, six, seven years younger than me, all stand up and say that's that's like their kids in the hall or something. You yeah, know? I, I I remember when they were big and I just and I never got into them. That shit is not funny, dude. And that movie Miss March is the one of the most misogynistic, uh, awful, just awful movies. It just it's very bad. I yeah I hated it. I do uh, I do not recommend that movie to anyone. Yeah, and not another teen movie. It is. God, I, so, yeah, I know if I go it's back. It's not that evil, that, is what I'm saying. None of the team movies, not that evil. That's not to say that it's not dated, but it also is like, 
you know, it is coming off of the heels of movies like Varsity Blues and and yeah. Never Been Kissed and The Cruel Intentions and it's just I don't There's know a if funny they funny Lucas like, joke in it where Lucas gets like split in half oh, yeah. or whatever on the football field. Yeah, but it's um like it he his character is introduced by he he's, you know, shows him in his letter jacket coming into school and he's clearly someone big. And then he goes and looks at a photo of himself hanging in the school and is admiring a photo of himself. And then he leaves and he goes to another photo of a of him looking at that photo of himself and admires that. <laughs> that is how he's introduced. And he does that. It's all one shot and he does it perfectly. It's great. It's a great, great, it's a great gag to introduce him. Damn dude. Now I'm thinking I got to go back and rewatch this. There are, there are definitely jokes in there that have not aged well at all. Oh. They probably did not age well by the time that came out on video for the first time. It's possible. Like if it, if it doesn't have, at least three transphobic jokes. Oh, in it. yeah. I would be shocked just yeah. based on the era that it comes from and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like once uh, Farrell broke big with like his own movies and stuff, like Anchorman and stuff, it was such a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. Like, and there's residual gross out and that kind of stuff in Anchorman. But by the time you get to Talladega Nights, Smooth sailing, man. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, in terms of just not having scatological shit and then also just like super mean spirited stuff, yeah. but like t- typically targeted at like, like, you know, well, I, I, I feel know, like punching the, down, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like the Adam, Mc, the Adam McKay and the, and the Judd Apatow stuff, it was, Punching in the right, started punching in the right direction. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Like, yeah, we, like, why are we making gay jokes and, and shit like that? And there are actual bad people out there that deserve shit. So. Yeah, it's like making like a whole movie based on like mental illness and it's like yeah. a big fucking joke. It's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. And then having like people get hit in the face with shit and stuff. And yeah. It's like, ha 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 ha. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Well, I mean, so kind of in that regard and in, and in talking about like superhero shit, um, I, I, I'm not following like the DC universe very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm really into the Marvel because it's a little bit, it's a little bit more, uh, friendly. It's a, feels a little bit more like a fun comic book than, um, the dark DC universe. That um, Nolan and Snyder have kind of spawned, and I don't know, man. I just don't want to sit through it. I don't want to deal with that in my superhero stuff. Yeah, I don't really need darkness. I just need it to be shorter. Like yeah. we've talked about this before, man. There's that scene in Ant Man where Michael Douglas starts talking about his dead wife or whatever yeah. in the middle of the movie, and you're like, I remember just throwing my hands up and being like. I took my 3D glasses off and was like, should I leave? I was with two people, though. I couldn't leave, but I was like, "Like, what am I? What are we doing here? Why am I yeah. watching this movie? This movie's about a man that can shrink down to the size of an ant. And, like, we're doing this. There's, 
there's like this stupid scene about this shit that doesn't mean anything to me and it never will. There's nothing that this movie can do that will make what's happening on screen right now mean anything to me later. <laughs> what would make me walk out of the movie thinking, wow, Ant-Man is if that guy turned into a little man and ran around a lot more than he does in the movie. Yeah. He barely does anything as an ant. Yeah. I mean, you get the money shot or whatever, but that's a movie, the whole movie should be a money shot. This movie, right. that's why this movie is good because they get their powers... And it's just them finding fun little ways to use their like use their powers and stuff, you know. I mean, I don't know. I totally agree with that. It's it, it is what uh, a lot of that stuff is missing, and you know we're getting a lot of that out of the TV shows now. Finally, um, of people using their powers more and more, and not just talking and like moving the plot forward. Um, but this is one where it's like I don't know. It's fairly short. It's not. Can't be longer than two hours, right? It was an hour forty-five, and like yeah. you got to factor in seven minutes of credits. I mean, but I, I loved the breeziness of it, dude. Yeah, I, they. I mean, they went. They still went to space. They still did all their shit in space. They yeah. still came back and then figured out what to do, and then had real conflict and a real like, oh shit, the thing is going to really do this. Oh mm-hmm. man, and um, it hit all the it hit all and it does feel like a very much a competition with not a competition but um, in the world of Spider Man Two Sam Raimi yeah. Spider Man Two um, is this the I same year as Batman Begins Oh Five it uh, ooh that might be yeah because I know Dark Knight came out a few years after I moved out here this was a success uh, but people turned their back on it yeah and it's just like. I really watched it for the first time. Yeah, it came out the same year as Batman Begins. And people were wanting that dark, you know, they wanted the yeah. Nolan DC and they didn't want the fun Marvel. And no, man, I think this is, I want to see the second one now because it also has Silver Surfer. Although I think they did it, the Silver Surfer, a little weird. Um, it's shorter too. And is it I'll, really? I'll say, I mean, I watching this, I was like, we'll see if this is actually good. Like at the time I liked it a lot. Um, but I'll, I'll say at the time I thought the rise of the silver surfer or whatever, part two yeah. was better than the first really? one. Yes. I'll watch that one. Cause they're full on. There's no 45 minutes of them becoming the fantastic yeah. four. They're just the fantastic four at the beginning. And then yeah. the silver surfer, they run into him. He's a bad guy, but then it's like, no, I'm good. Dr. Doom comes back. So, like, that's my big complaint, I think, is that Dr. Doom, it takes him way too long to put his mask on. Yeah. I'm Dr. Doom. But I still liked it. I thought he was... That guy's a good villain. He's a really weird-looking dude. And, yeah, I mean... So is Silver Surfer, is he the Herald of Galactus? Is that what he's doing in the... I could not tell you, dude. (laughs) Because, like... In in the comics, it's it's part of that whole space thing, and like the Silver Surfer comics are full of like weird ass aliens and shit, and he's just like zipping around mm-hmm. through the cosmos on a surfboard. I've but, always loved the Silver Surfer, dude. I, they should make yeah. a, a Silver Surfer movie and do it. They, they probably will, but there's a cartoon on Disney right now that's really good. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon, and it's like it's got all the weird aliens and shit. Mm. And um, his whole thing is that in exchange for not eating 
the planet that he's from, he's like, there's this space god that floats around named Galactus, and his whole thing is like, I got to eat, and he eats planets. And so Silver Surfer says, if you don't eat my planet, I'll become the guy who goes to all these planets and tells people that you're coming so they can clear off before you eat it. Um, and so that's his job for a long time. And so that's what I figured he was doing. He was coming to Earth to say, hey, this space god is going to come and eat your fucking planet. Get out of here uh, before he does that. Um, but I don't know. I don't really care either. Like, Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they find some clever way to put him in that movie. So I, I don't care. I have no idea. I, I, I think that they run, from what I remember, they run into him. Or maybe it's like the surfer was hired to like murder them but by then, Dr. Doom or something or like yeah or something and okay. then they become friends and maybe there's another villain I, I honestly I could not tell you anything about it other than I remember thinking like it was cool and I like the Silver Surfer yeah I, I just like I like dude I like Chickless as the thing a lot man yeah. I <laughs> I don't know and I like Reed Richards, that guy, whoever he is, he's good as Mr. Fantat and Jessica Alba and what's his name? Chris Evans, even though Chris Evans's energy sort of throws me a little bit and I hate just the whole like, I'm getting laid. Like, yeah, he's like kind of like Poochie the dog or something. <laughs> he's just like, he's a little too cool. You know, like, it's not real. You know, he's just like, I don't know. He's annoying to me. Yeah. So this movie is like a basic superhero origin, you know, and with the Fantastic Four, they go to space, they get hit by some solar wind or something, and they all come back with powers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Reed Richards can stretch. Um, uh, Jessica Alba, I forgot her name. Uh, Mrs. Fantastic. Invisible Woman. In- invisible Woman. She can uh, disappear, then she can also like control energy blasts or something. Is it? Inter- energy shield, something. Um, uh, and then her brother becomes the Human Torch, and then Chickless, who is out in space, in a spacesuit, becomes the thing who is, like, made of rock. Um, uh, and he, you feel so bad. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. What would it be like to be the thing? They don't get into it, but it's like... Because you can't, like, everyone else can body horror dude it's like yeah. everyone else can kind of like function as a normal human being yeah. pass as a normal human but he can't he can't turn back into Michael Chiklis and then be like the Hulk or something he's just like always the Hulk um, and he and can't do anything he can't pick anything up he like I was can't thinking dial like, a phone yeah what are his nerve endings like and like it's implied that he's in a relationship but it's like can he have sex you know I yeah mean, I know it's a kids movie you're not gonna like get into that but I was thinking <clears> about <throat> everyone's thinking about it it's like I mean it's a whole scene in what's uh, his mall dick rats look like? <laughs> <laughs> so but um it reminded me of when the toxic it's it was it made me I mean there's some things about this I'll say. I'm not saying that this is like, I I think for this movie it's perfect for what it is because it's like super goofy and shit. But like, I don't know. So like, the the, the she's like blind. 
Much like yeah. how the Toxic Avenger meets his wife. <laughs> that made oh me, my god, yeah. That made me laugh, dude. <clears throat> and then he like when Mr. Fantastic proposes to the invisible woman, that was like so hilarious, dude. It's so dumb and like corny, but like it works so beautifully for this movie. Yeah. Whoa, Tim Story directed both movies. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out. So um, I looked away. At one point, at one point, Chickless is returned to his normal form, and then I, yeah. looked, I must have looked away for two seconds, and he was the thing again. What happened? So what happened was that Doom tricked him, and it, like he he broke away from Mister Fantastic, and then Doom was like, "Hey, man, if you let me into that lab, I can." I can I can fix you. I can get that machine working, the one that, that Reed has been working on. Mm-hmm. And what it really was is that he was going to do it to first get rid of Reed's muscle, which is what the thing is. And then the second thing is that he can, like, absorb that energy and become more powerful. And so he's absorbing all the energy that's being produced in that thing while turning the thing back into Michael Chiklis. And then Michael Chiklis is like, oh, my God, what have I done? I need to save my friends, but I can't the way that I am. I got to be the thing again. And so he turns himself back into the thing to go save his, his uh, the rest of the Fantastic Four. Uh, okay. I just so, missed the scene where he turned himself back. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I guess he's the thing again. I mean, yeah, I, just, they don't really show it. He just kind of shows back up uh, as the thing. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. It works. I I loved it. I thought yeah. it's just a fun, good movie, man. Yeah. And the second one, I'm gonna look. I think I I swear that the second one is like 90 minutes or some. Really? It's 92 minutes, dude. Oh, nice. So the, I think I really think the rise of the Silver Surfer, which I may watch tonight. I'm gonna watch it soon. Uh. That might be the masterpiece of all superhero movies. Yeah. (laughs) Even though a lot of people say it's horrible. You know what I would love if they did? What? If they had a theatrical... Okay, so they used to in comic, it'd be like two amazing stories in one one book and do kind of the grindhouse thing, but each each movie is like... You go go in for a two-hour movie, right? And you get... Two distinct movies, and they're both Marvel movies. They're both Marvel superheroes set in the Marvel universe, but they are two distinct movies that follow different characters. So, and they're both an hour long, mm. one hour. So you get it's a bit like an anthology movie, but set yeah. within the universe. So you get these shorter stories, and so you can go to like a two and a half hour movie and see two to three stories. You know, that are taking place. I mean, we're getting further away from what I was praising Fantastic Four 2 for being short. You know, we're getting further away from... I don't know, yeah. Shortness, I guess. But I I see what you're saying. But I I mean, mean, if you're going to a movie, you're going in there for two hours, and you can watch two one-hour stories. To combine your idea and mine, just do a 45-minute movie. Like, it's like two evil eyes or whatever, but (laughs) it's like, you know... Bishop and then Silver Surfer or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cable. Cable movie. Isn't Cable, cable movie. and 
uh, Deadpool too? Uh, probably, yeah. So he's the rights Never. to the. I, I I tried watching Deadpool. I'm just. It sucks. I think they're gonna reboot the X Men fully into the MCU, and they're just gonna new Wolverine, new everyone. I mean, whatever. That was bound to happen. At some yeah. Point. Well, like like Disney now has control of all that, and they're like, yeah, we're making Deadpool three because we're basically contracted to do so. But we're not doing any more R-rated Disney, like, Marvel stuff. We're going to keep it at PG-13. Like... I mean, I don't care. It doesn't... I don't need it to be dark at all. Like, no. at me praising this movie, I think this is one of the best ones. This is... I, I really do... Yeah. I'm not being facetious or just trying to, like, make people mad or whatever. I would, I would watch this anytime over any Doctor yeah. Strange or any of that shit, you know? Like, I just... This is just, I mean, it is I like one that this is movie. It's short and it's fun. Yeah, it is easier to watch. It's easy to just like pop on because it is not that like with Marvel. I'm watching that because I want the, the long soap opera shit. This yeah. one is just like one and done, um, but it's not as bad as like say it's not as cheap. I would say as like the that Albert Pyun uh, Captain America one, which is like no, you know it's it does have a budget to it. It does have some big stars in it. Oh, yeah. And it is done at a certain level, but it's also very fun and very short. And it's, like, um, easy to watch. And you don't have to know everything else. You don't have to know seven other movies' worth of stuff. Everything is contained here, and then you get one sequel. So, um, Yeah, I mean, no, you're you're dead on, man. And I, I think, I mean, Daredevil, I, I like Daredevil because it's, Daredevil's, like, can't be almost. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous how yeah. like how serious <laughs> it is, but then also it has like super goofy shit happening. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. I I I, I got that on my um on my movie server. Like I oh. think Colin Farrell's performance, it's device. I think a lot of people will hate it, but yeah. I I think people are gonna come around. Come back around on it, and like it will be praised someday as like truly a like just a great villain performer. He and Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin, which huh. is one of the more inspired casting choices, I think, yeah. of any of these movies. Uh, I like that movie too, though. Anyway, and this is from that era. It's just before. I don't know. There's just like you can feel the committee behind. The newer movies too. So. You can, and and that is something. Especially, um, there's a point where it's like they were really struggling, like watching them all kind of back to back. They're like really trying to figure it out at the beginning, and then they kind of get a formula, and they're like, okay. And then, you know, Guardian, like they're they're telling a certain story in like phase two, and it's like, okay, we're expanding everything. They're getting everything set, and then. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy comes along, and that is like a big tone shift. And they're like, okay, we can kind of expand it. And now they're doing the TV thing, which is a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what led that off, though. <laughs> but um, no, it was, yeah, it was, there was a tone shift kind of there in the middle. And I think we're beyond that point now where it was a little bit fun. But with, I think with the Fantastic Four, with this movie, it was like, 
this was all this was ex- expected to be. It wasn't supposed to tie into anything else. Yeah. And so it, it was allowed to kind of be its own thing, separate from like Spider-Man a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I mean, this is made before streaming. It's like people just had more respect for movies as an art form when this came out. Like this was like yeah. the last gasp of that before streaming and then, you know, now in-house movies and I don't know, everything and like... yeah video stores disappear like just every all the things there's just a bunch of things yeah. that have shifted culture and stuff to where and i think now they, they feel obligated for some reason to make the movie over two hours and it's like i don't want it to be yeah i know i talk about this all the time this is something maybe i'll never get out of my system is bitching about movies being too long but like movies they don't have to be long they can be and if yeah. they are fine but they don't all have to be and they all are right now and it's insane i know i think that you know most most of the marvel stuff is like maybe two hours or something like going to the two and a half hour it's the last one was like the last one was like three hours that was like a big event but the other thing is that like all these movies are events now and that's one thing i don't i do like the stuff that's on tv because it's like more sit down and watch it on friday um, and it's like not as big of an event as all these movies have to be in order to make their money back. Well, that's where they're mi- mi- doing big missteps, though, in my opinion. You know, yeah. it's like, like if you got Ant Man, you make that movie ninety minutes. You know, take just have Ant Man running around, being small, falling mm-hmm. into a cup of water or something. I don't know. There's like a ton of things you could have Ant Man yeah. do that he doesn't do in that movie. That would be fucking cool to watch. Yet the movie is over two hours long. Why? Yeah. How? You know? And that's my big complaint. I think I think I looked at one point and they all literally all of them are over two hours long. Which is They're all over two hours, yeah. Insane. Yeah. And this movie stands tall. One forty five. Yep. Beautiful. Michael Chickless. Jessica Alba. The guy from Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Evans. Uh, cool. Well, I think it's about time to take a break. So let's uh, take one and come back with a big roundup. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. Have you ever enjoyed a palaver? Is it good to be the dog's dinner? Who is this Bob, and why is he your uncle? For the answers to all these questions, you'll have to listen to our podcast, Boo to a Goose, breaking down British and American expressions and idioms. We use them, define them, and explain their history, all in a short, digestible format. So go ahead and check out Boo to a Goose wherever you get your podcasts. Cheerio! That means goodbye. Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. 
Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host Sup Doc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said, Sup Doc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. All right, we're back for the big roundup for the Fantastic Four 2005 version. Randy, on a one to five star scale, what do you give the Fantastic Four? I am going to give this, uh, I mean, it's like a stupid as fuck movie. <laughs> it is, but it it's what, it delivers what I want personally, you know? I feel like, I always think about Roger Ebert's review of The Phantom, where he was like, this movie rule. Like, he loved the Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like, sucked. Yeah, well, you should read Ebert's review of The Phantom, and it made, it made me kind of second-guess myself. I was like, oh, maybe this movie is good. But it's just because it's like, this is maybe the most... The Vin, like, this is uh, squarely in the middle of the Venn diagram for me of like caring my age when this came out, everything. I don't know, like, and then what I want out of a superhero movie and everything. Like, this movie, it's just like a lot of fun. It had moments that, yeah, surprised me at how like Michael Chiklis's performance. It was like it was emotional at times and stuff like this. It shocked me, and then I laughed out yeah. loud, at like when he proposed to her on the boat or whatever. And there's like just some crazy stuff that happens in this. That I mean, I don't know. I I loved it, so I'm gonna give it four and a half out of five stars. Four and a half. <laughs> wow! All right. <laughs> I I really I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun, um, especially after coming off of the full run of the MCU uh, movies, theatrical movies. Um, I like those, but they're a completely different animal. And it was really fun to kind of like dip into something that was a little bit lighter uh, and a little less um, uh, continuous and kind of one and done and, and really fun and short. Set in the same familiar universe with different actors playing them. Um, so I'm going to give it three and a half stars. I really like this movie. I would recommend it to folks who are not into superhero movies. And just like, man, if you just want, you want to see something fun? Absolutely. Man, you want to see a superhero movie that's fun? Here's one. Um, you don't have to know anything else. It tells you everything you need to know here. So It's not pretentious at all. No, no. Um, yeah, it's... 
it's it's not one that fits within the the current MCU at all, but that's okay. It doesn't need to. It's just, it's if you want. Like I did watch this after watching Spider Man Two, and I thought that was a perfect matchup. Yeah. So you get the same feeling out of both. So if you like Spider Man Two, you might like this one. So. Yes, yeah, Stan Lee makes a cameo. I laugh. Oh yeah, I with like, yeah. Uh, no, what's his cameo in this one? He's like a mailman or something, and he's like, well, you never do know about, I don't know. <laughs> he just says something stupid. It's just like, wow, this is like the beginning, the golden age of him yeah. being in all these movies. It was very, spy. felt way more like Spider-Man than like later when he's a like living skeleton, you know? God, man. I did a convention where he was at it, and he was... I, I, I saw a glimpse of him. And he was it was right before he died. It was not. Uh, yeah. It was not good. Was, no, no. The guy needs to stay at home, man. Um, but uh, well, cool, man. Uh, what other stuff would you recommend based on on well, this movie? I would recommend the Marvel movies I like, which are this part two, the Rise of the Silver Surfer, Daredevil. And <laughs> the Nick Cage Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Rider movies. Those are, are on my list. Those like, are super good, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm chipping away at those. So those are on my list, and I've I've never seen any, any of the Blade movies. Um, so I know those are people who are fans of those ones. I'm actually here's another where I'm an outlier. I don't think Blade is that good. I mean, no, it's fine. It's fine. I it's fun to watch with people that like it and stuff. I did do that during quarantine at one point, like on uh, Discord or whatever, you know, just like talking and watching the movie and shit. And that it's fun to watch because like, and I get it. It's just like, there's things about it aesthetically, the way it looks mm -hmm. and stuff that like, I don't, I find ugly. It's not cool to me at all. It's mm -hmm. meant to be cool and not like, whereas Fantastic Four is not like I was saying, it's not pretentious. It's not being cool. Yeah. It's just sort of like a representation of what Fantastic Four is on the big screen, like from the comic to the big screen. And they're just like, they don't really know, like there's no like guiding hand making the tone be, or adding these scenes with some fucking character to tie it to some other movie or whatever, yeah. you know, like... It's it's kind of like how in in, the, in recent years people have reassessed the Schumacher Batman movies and said they're kind of fun and and good and especially with the current Batman that's so dark it's nice to have all the candy colored shit and and stuff and um, this is kind of the same situation so if you're kind of like sick of a darker tone even with the MCU which I I feel is a little bit more family friendly PG thirteen uh, this kind of goes one step beyond is, is a little bit more friendly and. Um, Totally fun. Not ashamed to be a little bit goofy. Yeah. You know, it's just totally three and a half. Not great, but, you know, you know, a little, a little above Hubie Halloween territory. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, recommendations for me, I, I don't know. I'm trying to see like non superhero stuff that might kind of fit into this. And I don't know, but man, I like, Jumanji like, uh, with Robin Williams comes to yeah. mind for me. Just like, it's like a stupid, like, all right. But I, like, I legit love, like, Mystery Man, uh, the, uh -huh. the, the movie Mystery Man. I saw it 
in the theater like twice. It did give us All Star by by Smash Mouth, unfortunately, yes. uh, pre Shrek. So there is that, but otherwise, it's uh, another movie that kind of gets the superhero thing and has fun with it. Um, with an All Star cast: Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, mm-hmm. Bill Macy, and more. Um, all sorts of people in that one. Uh, so I'd recommend that. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think, sorry, I'm just thinking now you said all-star cast and just like a dumb movie that is like pure fun. No bullshit. (laughs) Now you see me movies (laughs) come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I haven't seen the second one, but I've seen the first one recently and I'm like, okay. All right. It's sort of like what Den of Thieves is to Heat, those are to Ocean's Eleven, you yeah. know, or something like that, where it's like, it's basically Ocean's Eleven, but they're magicians. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love those. They're not just magicians. They got to be like sorcerers or something. They're like, well, yeah, they're using no, like real magic. That's the thing is like, they're all like, no, it like... Only geniuses can tell that this is like an all an illusion. But the movie is using CG to like get what they're doing done. It's like you can't. No, you can't actually can't do, do this. Like, yeah. yeah, it's funny. I love it. I love. It's, it's pretty great. So, but oh, also I brought up Jumanji, the Robin Williams. But I think even The Rock, all the Jumanji movies are a lot of fun, and they're like th- this. I would compare this to like. The Rock Jumanji movie where it's just like the movie is just nothing but fun. There's no scene where like a character is like, well, my wife died. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck is (laughs) happening right now? It's like, no, they just take the premise and wring it dry. And that's what Fantastic Four did, too. So anyway, plugs. I got nothing. No, plugs, nothing. (laughs) Uh, okay, well, I got I got my normal stuff. Uh, talkies on Twitch and Zoom. Check us out every other Friday. Uh, Septoc podcast, um, documentary reviews, and then uh, Nerd Rage, great debates, comedy debate uh, every Monday. So wherever you find podcasts, check those out. Randy, got anything else for the, this week? Oh no! I hope people are enjoying the podcast and enjoying their lives, getting their shots. By this point. Yeah. Will, you may be fully vaccinated by the time this uh, comes out. I don't think quite by the time. Maybe maybe by the time the one, the episode after this comes out. I mean, out. I can envision a little I'm already scheduled. I know I know the date of my second vax. Okay. And I'm like, I don't think this episode comes out before then or after then. I'm just envisioning maybe like in a week or two, we do another batch and maybe one of the episodes that we did today would come out later or something. That's possible that that might happen. But who knows? There's a possibility. I haven't scheduled that far out yet, so. Well, we're going to be coming at you, the listener, with more guests and whatever, you know, watching crazy stuff. we got to watch a few more foreign language movies, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A glut. we had one on the on the docket that we passed up because we were doing another foreign language one. We were doing House, and I forgot what that was. Mm. Uh, but we'll I could go back to the text. We'll class it up. We'll throw some tuxedos on. Hell yeah! Do rules of the game or some such shit. Hell yeah! 
All right, Randy. I'm I'm about done for the day, man. I am. Me too, man. It's five twelve. Dinner bell ringing in yep. the distance. Actually, I've got one more thing I have to do for work. Shit. Oh Hell boy. Yeah. Love it, man. I love remembering things midway through Hell the yeah. podcast that I gotta do. But yeah. I got I gotta edit some podcasts tonight. So Hell yeah. So I can have Sunday off. All right, man. Well, whatever we maybe do next week, I might be vaxxed by that episode. So we'll see. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll be doing, you know. I don't know. I was trying to come up with something. I got nothing. <laughs> I'll be going out to a bar, maybe. I don't know. I'll be mm. seeing, we'll be doing Nerd Rage in person again. Mm. And not on Zoom. That'll be fun. Hell yeah, man. So, well, peace right, be man. with you, friend. You too. Have Until a good next one. week. See you later. See ya. Thank you.